Hebrews chapter 12 in verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Who for the joy that was set before him. This year, our Jew has declared it as a year of exceeding joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So there's going to be rejoicing in homes. There's going to be rejoicing in families. Amen. There's going to be a lot of celebration around the church. Amen. Because a lot of people are going to have reason to celebrate God. Amen. And if you are one of them, say loud Amen. Amen. And the Bible says Jesus who is our author and finisher. The finisher of our faith, the one that gives us life, the one that gives us salvation, the one that is our strength, our maker, saw the joy that was set before him. He saw the cross coming. He saw the nails that were going to be in his hands and his legs. He saw the stripes the beatings, the shame. He saw how ordinary men that he made spat on him. He saw the trauma. But the Bible says he never gave up. Because he discovered that it was going to be out of this troubling situation that he was going to be set up by God in glory. The situation was dire. He wept. In the garden of Gethsemane. As to where? He prayed and the Bible says his sweat was like the sweat, the, 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 the droplets of blood. He saw. He told the father, if it is possible, take away this cup from me. It wasn't easy. Then, on the cross, he came. But eventually, he got to the crown. The topic of today's message is see the best scenario, the best case scenario. Jesus saw the trouble, the shame, the problem. But he saw joy at the end of the tunnel. This year is going to be a very challenging year. I'm sure nobody wants to hear that. This year... We may, we may have to face certain things that perhaps we had not faced before. But in the midst of all of that, we will triumph in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And therefore, we must see the best coming our way. We must see God constantly intervening. We must see God stepping into our cases. We must see God arising when we don't have hope any longer. We must see God stepping into situations that ordinarily we have no strength to combat. At the end of the day, every situation we face is going to bring glory to God and a promotion unto everyone. Amen. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This is not a year to buckle in. 
It's not a year to say, well, Father, I don't know what is going to happen. You must see what is going to happen. You must picture your life. You must see the glory of God. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him. So he saw something and he endured it. He didn't give up. He didn't retreat. He didn't give in. But he saw the joy coming and he said, look, I'm going to triumph at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, the Bible says that every knee in heaven and on earth must bow to him. And every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. If Jesus did not go through the pain and the shame, if he had given up on the cross, if he had said, Father, I'm not going to take this. I'm not going to go through this cross. I'm not going to accept this case. He would not have seen the glory. And so whatever case you are going to go through this year, know that at the end of the day, it shall be glorious in the name of Jesus Christ. At the end of the day, the glory of God shall be made manifest in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. This year you must develop an undying spirit. What did I say? An undying spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 7. Second Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 7. Undying spirit. But we have this treasure in Eden vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God. The excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So God is everything. We are Eden. We are Eden. We are not strong. We can break. We can be dismantled. We can be troubled. But one thing is clear. The power of God is inside of us. The treasure that is God is in us. That's why, that, that's why we sang that song. That he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. So we have God in the inside. Every child of God carries the Godhead. Jesus Christ before he left. He said anyone that loves me. The father and I will come. And make an abode in him. So God is with us. He is with us. He said I will be with you. Till the end of the age. The Bible says he's Emmanuel. God with us. He's not just hovering around. He is my God. He is your God. So there may be trouble. We may be vessels of earth. We may be broken. We don't have the strength. But we have an inner treasure. We have the presence of the almighty God in us. And no matter what we go through. Nothing will take us down in the name of Jesus Christ. Now continue verse 8. Verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. There may be trouble, but they will not be distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Last. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. And the life also of Jesus might be made manifest. In our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. When I was about to build, my cousins came and said we should leave the place. And the place didn't belong to us. Much persecution. We opened a place so that water could drain in and we could use it to start molding block because we didn't have borehole that time. Finished opening up the place. In the morning I went, they had filled the place up covered it up 
I went to the I went back to the to the compound, to my village compound, find out who are these, who were those ones that did that? Who were they? And some old, some young persons came and said, uh, some young persons in this family came and did it. So who are they? They refused to mention the person. Went back, opened the place again, and they didn't come back. We dug the foundation of the house. We started the laying of the block. One morning, I came to the site. They had planted plantain all over the site. And they put an injunction that there will be no more building. That I should stop building. Hallelujah. Amen. It was very distressing. Very distressing. I looked to the left. I looked. What had I done to these young persons? They said that place doesn't belong to us. It didn't belong to us. It wasn't my father's place and all of that. That we should get out of the land. The land belonged to their parents and stuff. It wasn't. It was my father's land. I would have given up, I would have run out of the Blebende because in a traditional setting, when those things are planted and you remove them, you are in trouble. You can die. So I simply went, remove all of those things angrily and threw away. Hallelujah. Amen. And I built where I am currently living. Hallelujah. Amen. I built in that land. That land that was such a trouble place. But I built it. Now, when I did the borehole, some of them still came back. Some of my relations came back and said that I should pay money for digging the hole, to making a borehole in my house. I gave them money. Hallelujah. Amen. I can go ahead and ahead. But the long and short is that. That is one of the most outstanding. In fact, one of my village, one, of, one lady in our village came the other day. And normally she comes, I give her something. She said, she came during, for the Christmas presents. You know when she came? She came and was, and was just sitting in the compound. I was saying, Udo, now these are people that were persecuting me. They are the people today that are saying, God has raised you among the rest of the people. Now today, like all of you know, I am the only one around there in my village whom they have named a street after. That, the, the people that were persecuting me, none of them is around there. They are building their house in one village or the other. But my house is standing in a powerful estate and they name the street after me. Hallelujah. What am I saying? In every trial and every temptation, there is a glory that God wants to reveal. So you don't give in. You don't give up. When trials come, when temptations come, when situations want to pull you down, there is a treasure in the earthen vessel. Paul said, though persecuted, though you know, perplexed, don't trouble, but he is still going, he's still seeing the glory of God arising. This year, you may be persecuted, you may not have everything coming into place like you expected. But one thing you must know there is a God that is going to arise for you, even though you may be 
disappointed at the point but God shall arise and celebration shall be your portion someday though nobody wants to do business with you but when God arises on your behalf the glory of God shall be made manifest God is not going to diminish you this year you will never come down it's going to be an expansion it's going to be an stretching to the left or to the right of the things that God can do in your life I see you blossoming on all sides in the name of Jesus Christ Isaiah chapter 54 verses 1 to 3 sing O barren thou that didst not bay break forth into singing and cry aloud that thou didst not travel with child for more are the children of the desolate and the children of the married wife said the Lord enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitations spare not lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes for thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited my brother my sister gave a testimony I don't know whether you heard her in 2011, she started a small shop, one shop. But in 2020, how many shops, ma? Four shops. Please, one thing you must get ingrained in your heart and mind this year is that God wants to enlarge you. God wants to expand you. God doesn't want you to remain at that stagnated place. That's why he said, stretch forth, lengthen. Though you are barren, you are going to give birth to many children. This is scriptural. There was a woman called Hannah, and there was another one called Penina. Penina taunted Anna enough, and Anna was reduced to tears. But when God began with Anna, Penina got lost. And then the children of, of, of Anna became the celebrated Samuel and the rest of them. Please hear this. Though you may not amount to very much today in the reckoning of people, but note one thing, that the God whom you serve is thinking about you. And he wants you to enlarge in the name of Jesus Christ. This is one year you must operate by faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Without applying faith, without stepping out by faith in anything you are going to do, you won't succeed. Auntie didn't, didn't have four shots because she just felt, well, you know, uh, I can just, no, by faith. Did they come and pack things into your shop like that? No. She stepped out by faith. He said, I thank God for you. Your faith is noised about everywhere. Can somebody tell you at the end of this, he said, I can see that you operated by faith. I can see what faith has done for you. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 2, it said, and the elders by faith obtained good report. Do you want to obtain good report this year? It's going to be by faith. Faith is believing God beyond what you are seeing in the physical.
stepping out, believing and stepping out, knowing that God is able to help you. And I told my people, I was it there for yesterday, yesterday, I said, begin early. Do you have any projects you want to start or any project that is already on? Start to do something about that project immediately by faith. Don't wait until everything is in place. You want to start your business, start it this January. You tell me, Pastor, you don't understand, I don't have the, I don't have the money. Step out, do something. By faith, step out by faith. You want to own a house, step out by faith. You want to build, step out by faith. People that build, you know, except perhaps you are a big politician, you have much money. A number of people that build didn't build because they had much money. Some of us that build is not because we had much money, but because we decided to take steps of faith. I asked the late Bremaidine to do me the plan for a story building because my friends, my friends had told me, look, that land, don't waste it. You do a story building. I, re- I didn't want it. Do a duplex. I said, me? You know, ma'am, I don't earn much. You know my, I, 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 you know my finance, I don't earn much. So don't talk about story building. So I told Brian, you know, okay, since they are persuading me to do stuff, do me a plan of story building. Brian looked at me and said, Pastor, don't try it. <laughs> I said, Pastor, don't try it. And I, 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 took, I, took, I took his counsel because, I mean, story building, what you bury inside first before you begin to come up can, can, can do a whole lot of work for you if you are building a bungalow. So Emma had known the state of my finances. And as a very good brother who considered me, knowing my capacity, he told me, sir, please, don't try it. So I accepted his counsel and molded blocks, five, five inches block, five inches for just a bungalow, you know. Hallelujah. So I, I, be, I molded plenty blocks like this. And then my late friend, Ben, Professor Nduku, came and told me, he said, Uncle T, you are not going to build a bungalow. You are going to build a duplex. I said, no, I've already molded the blocks for a bungalow. There's nothing I can, I, that I can do. He said, there's something that you can do. He said, pillars, strong pillars can carry those blocks and you will still have a good story. I had done the plan. I'm telling you this story so that you can also take you. I had done the plan of a powerful building, beautiful bungalow. I paid 70000 to the architect. I had to for, for, you know, overlook that and did another plan, a duplex by faith. Praise God. Somebody said by Somebody said by faith. Somebody said by faith. faith. In fact, before then, I'm telling, taking time to tell this story so that, you're, so that when you also want to do something, you will know. I went for a program in, in Port Harcourt, and Pastor Greg preached a message. It was a regional retreat in Love Center in Port Harcourt. And Pastor Greg preached. And when Pastor Greg preached, the thing was... I, I, it, it, what, passed, what Professor Ben told me began to run again. And I was, after the message, I said, Oh, God, Greg, come. You preached a message that is disturbing me now. No? 
that we should go beyond our, our capacity. Now, this is my problem. I told him, the, you know what he told me? He said, Pastor T, we shall not be small forever. Tell yourself, I will not be small forever. Say so go and go and build a duplex because we shall not be small forever. No, I'm not saying everybody should build a duplex. I'm just giving my own personal example. You just do what God wants you to do. Go the length that God wants you to go. But today it became that thing has become a reality. I took a step of faith. Was it easy? No. But one thing is clear, when you, take, when you take steps of faith and you depend on God, there's a way God connects you. Yes. How, did it, how, where, how did I lay the foundation? For the very first time, that was a long time, you know, somebody, I was 2009, 20, a friend of mine called me, you know, he said I should come to the house. I went to the house. He said, okay. The wife came down and said, oh, he said, big envelope, cash of one million naira. That was my very first time of having cash, one million naira. No, I've had millions after that, actually. But that was my very first time of having cash in a big envelope, one million. I didn't stay the took, and I had, I don't know how I tried to hide it. I carried it home. Okay, I think I said I had a car then, so I put it in my car and quickly ran to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. That was the beginning of the function. And thereafter, I can keep telling the story, but let's talk about that. What am I saying? See the glory. This year, see the best case scenario. Don't see smallness. Don't see diminishing. Don't see you are coming down in life. See God manifesting his glory in you. And that shall come to happen in the name of Jesus Christ. Enlarge your mind. Enlarge your inner reality. There's something in you that sees more than what is happening. See, see what God can do. Now, let's see a few things that God can use to help us achieve this. Number one, learn to speak the word of God. Learn to speak the word of God. John 6, 63. It's not my dear. Actually, I saw it here. It is the spirit that quickened. The flesh profited nothing. The words which that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. It's the spirit that quickened. The flesh profited nothing. The word that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So the word of God carries the power of God. So you learn to speak. And how do you learn to speak? You learn to understand the mind of God through his word. Speak to that situation. Declare it. Talk about it. Say something about it. Don't give in to it. I shall not die. This sickness is not unto death. I am coming out of it. I am going to become better. One of the things you have to learn to do this year is to rejoice in the Lord in spite of every situation. The Bible says, in all things, give thanks to God. In all things. When your expectations are met, 
give thanks to God. When your expectations are not properly met, this year learn to give thanks to God. Rejoice in him. Because the more you rejoice in the Lord, the more you are gladdening his heart. And when you gladden the heart of God, he arises on your behalf. May God be glad because of you in the name of Jesus Christ. So, number three, talk with God a lot. Pray. This is the year of prayer. Jesus gave us example. The Bible said he would pray all night. He would pray. You know, he carried the people, Peter, John, and James to the mount of transfiguration to pray. And when he got there, he's what he was transfigured. You know, he became, he became glorious. Peter had never seen a thing like that. And he said, Master, let's make a tent here. The place of prayer will cause your life to shine. Is somebody hearing me? This year, you must make up your mind to find time to pray. All the business people find time to pray. Don't start your business without praying. In the morning, don't rush out without praying. In the day, keep praying. Keep talking to God. Prayer is not a very terrible thing, okay? Somebody says he spends three hours every night praying. And you say, ah, God, how will I spend three hours? And you go to spend three hours, you spend 15 minutes. And then 30 minutes. And by the time you stand up, your leg, your knees are paining because you should have knelt down there for 45, you know, for one hour, 45 minutes, dreaming. <laughs> they get back and say, Father, I'm a failure. No, you're not a failure. That person that prayed, for four hours, five hours a night, it's not the same person like you. You can also be the same person. Are you hearing me? But you can pray every moment. As you're walking in the street, Father, I just love you. Father, you're my father. Father, I, 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 I love you so much. Father, I know as I'm going, you're going with me. Father, this business, this interview, Father, I know I'm not going alone. Father, you're my father. You know, you're talking with God. So this year is a year of talking with the Father. Talking with God. In your office, talk with God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This year is a year you must also learn to serve God with your heart. You must serve the Lord like never before. This is one year you will learn to serve God with all your heart. Servants are needed in the household of God. Jesus was speaking. He said, they that serve me, them will my father honor. Do you want God to honor you? Serve. My brother and sisters, there is nothing that elevates like service. I tell you the truth. Servo, this year, put some sacrifice in everything you do. Do you want to go far this year? Do you want to see the best scenario in your life this year? Bend down and serve. Don't be, don't be begged to serve God. Don't be begged to serve men. Make up your mind to serve and to give. Let's have that scripture on, on, the, on the screen. In Proverbs eleven twenty four. There is that scattered and yet increased, and there is that withholded more than is emit, but it tended to poverty. Serve with your life, serve with your money. Poverty is real. 
and is more real to a people that do not give. Pope John Paul II said, there's nobody that is too poor to give and too rich to receive. You cannot be too poor to give. Don't always receive. Children, are you hearing me? Yes. Don't always receive. Give. 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 No matter how small, give. Don't overlook people. Don't overlook. Oh, it's a big man. I don't give. Give that big man. No. He has money. Don't give. Give. And if you're a big man, of course, big men know how to give. Big men are the, some big men are the best givers. The small men don't want to give. And the more you keep, the more you struggle. But the small you give will open doors for you. Lastly, fear God this year more than ever before. Let God matter in everything you do. Let God do what? Matter in everything you do. Let God do what? Seek ye first the kingdom of... We all know that one. Can we recite it? Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Let's, okay, let's have it on the screen. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. My brothers and sisters, seek God first. Run away from sin. Run away from the things that will bring you down. Let God be your first. Let God matter in your life. Don't say every other person is doing it. Every other person is not you. You are different. You are a child of the most high God. You want to see the hand of God in your life? You want to see the best scenario in your life this year? Seek him. Serve him. Give your all to him. Be obedient to God and be obedient to men. And as you do so, God will take you high. In the name of Jesus. Amen.